Hey, Chapin, are we recording? Yes, sir. Outstanding. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Non-Vanilla Trust. You know, everybody likes to give me a bunch of shit. No. <laughs> what? Oh. Boy, that didn't just open the fucking door, right? Everybody likes to give me a bunch of shit because I'm the old white guy. I'm not in touch with the young kids. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to turn 50 in January. <laughs> you you got it, everybody. Everybody yeah, in studio, you. shut your whore mouths, every one of you. <laughs> you are touching. Especially you, bun. I say, you're touching hey, a young you kid. You are touching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so wrong. Oh, so what we decided to do was have a conversation with those college-age youngins, and we're going to have that conversation right now. K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. You guys are absolutely going to dig this. <laughs> you know, the really funny thing is... We have a guest on the phone right now, and we just went to break, like, to do the opening intro and everything. No sound came through for anyone in studio. We muted the microphones. We are all dying of laughter over here at the herding of cats that this show is. And I hear our guest on the phone go, I have no idea. Am I supposed to fucking talk right now? <laughs> Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K1 on Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trist. As I look around the room over on Randy Andy Stinger Switch. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Like... Looking like a Batman comic. I'd be like, Thank bang, you. slam, pow. It's pretty awesome right I there. really said, if I don't look like a queer-coded comic book villain, then what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> so here I am. Well done. Well done, indeed. <laughs> As I look around the rest of the Panige Gallery, fetish model Emily Rose. Who was just in camera shot uh, like a, a minute ago. I understand. <laughs> Daddy Jace. <laughs> Twisted Janie. Hey, girl, hey. Uh, running the video board, soundboard engineer, head chaos technician this evening. I'm the unfucker. You were the absolute <laughs> unfucker this evening. Chapin. Hi. How you doing, baby? Da, da, da. <laughs> Supervising producer. He's the audio technician tonight. Who's trying to do the audio stuff and has been pretty relatively decent on the whole thing. <laughs> Not. <laughs> there's, there's. Wow, I snorted. I did it. What? Yeah, Wall Street. Student loans are like herpes. They're with you for life. <laughs> yeah, true story. Wow, I did it again. True fucking story. I got like four that shows without taking a drink, mood. and then you go on our. Did you give him the snorting herpes. Our, our guest. <laughs> Great. They're like bath herpes. Wow. All right. It's airborne. We're doing this. Stuff. Back on the rails, oh people. Back on the rails. God uh, damn we it. have a caller tonight, Panity. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I thank you so much for tolerating our mess. The chaos. It is. It is a chaos. It's like herding cats up. Well, in we got two more shows to do after this, so it's yeah, yeah. We really do. So Wall Street. I live in chaos. It's how I'm comfortable. <laughs> you're here in the studio with us sometime. It'll be hysterical. <laughs> you'll, you'll be able to see what's going on. Actually, it'll be phenomenal. Nah, forget. Wall Street, go. So um, I don't know where I got this idea from. 
Anyway, um, so <laughs> yes, Panity on the line, uh, our special guest. So just to give Pan, just give a little background about Panity. I'll, I don't want to steal your thunder too much, but Panity is the former president of the SBU TNG, which is Stony Brook University's uh, Next Generation, which is their campus-sponsored BDSM and kink club. So I thought, uh, since we talk about to Mr. MVT's point. What it is to be kinky as a quote-unquote adult, because as a 39-year-old man, I don't really think I'm an adult. Um, kink has become increasingly popular. I'm not an adult, and I'm almost 50. Kink <laughs> has become increasingly popular with the younger generation. If you remember the show we did on breath play, uh, lots and lots of more teenagers and people in their early 20s are experimenting with it. So I thought, hey, let's get a view of what it's like for the younger crowd. So, Panity, why don't you take it away? Um, start off with just uh, some words about yourself, and then we'll get into the questions. Okay. So... Starters, I'm not great at talking about myself, but I'm going to do my best. Uh, you're going to be fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're hanging out with friends. <laughs> so I am currently 24. I actually just turned 24 in May, so I'm a young one. Um, I had started kind of getting into kink. Oh, God. Porn-wise, when I was like 16, um, I didn't actually start experimenting or anything like that until I got into college after I had turned 18. It was a strange time in my life. Um, Nothing wrong but with that. I started diving in after I got to college and realized that this was a whole different world that I hadn't been exposed to in my little small town in the Midwest okay. and never looked back. All right. Now, uh, I was told you have pronouns, so let's get those out there. And by the way, I'm an old guy. I'm going to fuck pronouns up, so please forgive me. I fucked I it up twice hard. already, so don't feel bad. <clears throat> We're working on My it. My pronouns are they, them. They if do. you fuck it up, I'll just be like, psst. <laughs> Got a whole bag of psst with okay. your name on it. Yeah. them solidarity. Your fist hitting Mr. MVT's jaw. <laughs> no, Look, no, that's just, just had, my Ricky Ticky noise. We just had a great <laughs> conversation about if you're going to be in this lifestyle, people are going to fuck up and you have to be quick to forget. As long as they try. As long as they're trying and, exactly. and, and, and you're not trying to be malicious about it. And I promise I won't be malicious about it, but if I fuck it up, please forgive. I'm a, As one of our other supervising producers, Penny says... I I am a work in progress. <laughs> uh, yes. Aren't we all though? Because I am the quintessential white misogynist. But but I'm trying. My overall Ish. view is as long as there's an effort, whether it be fruitful or not, there was an effort and I can forgive it. Outstanding. All right. I'm in the clear then. Welcome to the family. Right. As long as you're not intentionally using the wrong ones to be fucking spiteful, oh, then we have yeah. an issue. Have I ever done that? <laughs> no, you yeah. have not. Right. I'm just saying as a blanket, not not, not okay. just you. You run a sex positive podcast. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't mean really the, that doesn't mean in the early years I wasn't quite the misogynist. Okay, some of us have a five and a half hour drive in the morning. I'm sure oh, Panity has stuff. All right, go do. ahead, Dad. Right. So. <laughs> Panity, if you could take us back to when you first heard about SBU TNG, how did you get involved? What were your thoughts? Tell me, tell me how this this not necessarily the club's creation came about, and well, we can get into that too. But tell me about how you became involved. Oh, I remember this very well. It was my freshman year. It was fifteen hundred miles away from home. I joined the marching band in college, so I I was lucky enough to have some friends because band camp was the week before classes actually started. So I got to know some people. Right, I got to stop you right there. What instrument? Sousaphone. <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry. I, I, I was I saxophone, I have to ask. Um, 
But I went to the involvement fair because when I was in high school, I was involved in everything under the sun and I don't know what to do with free time. So I was like, all right, I'm going to join a bunch of clubs to fill up any free time I have that lasted about a week. And then I picked two, but I was really, really overzealous. And I was walking around this involvement fair and I saw this person with really short hair and some thick framed glasses, bunch of tattoos immediately caught my attention because I was like, all right, that that's someone that I want to watch talk every day of my life. And I walked over and was kind of standing far enough away that it wasn't obvious I was looking, but like close enough that I could see everything. And there was just a bunch of kinky shit on the table that I had no idea what it was. I kind of like I know what handcuffs are there were other implements that I was like um I want to know what that is and at that point they caught me looking at the table (laughs) (laughs) and I got the hey I see hey hey I see you I see you looking come come here come here (laughs) and I walked over and got to hear them yelling about condoms and safe sex and then I got a little flyer about the club when meetings were and where they were and it took me about a semester and a half before i actually showed up because i was scared Hmm. so talk to me a little bit um because sbotng is kind of unique in the fact it's actually uh college sponsored it's not one of the quote-unquote underground clubs um as president i'm sure you were involved with a lot of scheduling uh there's probably no two meetings that were alike but kind of what what kind of stuff did the club engage in i think you would mention to me you would have speakers you may or may not have demonstrations what what kind of stuff did with the the club handle so we are just an educational space we're a safe place for people to come and explore which i understood more so after i started going to the meetings because at first i had the same assumption that everyone else did when i saw kink on a piece of paper i was like oh my god this club is just going to be people hitting each other and i don't know how to handle that but that's not what we are that's not what it was so i'm disappointed week... to be honest oh, it's all bullshit. <laughs> listen that's after club every week <laughs> yeah it was after club <laughs> we would go over hour. a different topic so after the involvement fair every semester the first meeting we had was about consent good and Every meeting after that, if there were new people, even if they weren't, when I was president, I was like, here's the deal. Y'all know the consent thing. I'm going to say it again. Either respect it or I'm kicking you the fuck out. There you <laughs> nice. go. I like this person. And who? We, because we are a campus funded club, yep. we have campus money. And we generally used that for, like, if we were doing a video showing, we had to get the rights to show that movie. We invited speakers, and we just had to get them cleared with campus, but we would pay those speakers because thank you for coming to talk to a bunch of asshole college kids about things. Um, We also would have, like, kinky bingo or game nights and we would get prizes and we would just have to get the purchases approved and we would just explain like hey this is what this is for it was great so you miss it a lot (laughs) you mentioned videos and speakers like what kind of videos would you show what kind of speakers like what topics would they cover so we have it just depended on the need so we would have a list of topics that we wanted to go over in the semester 
And as eboard, we would kind of be like, okay, I can go over this topic. I have enough knowledge about this one to give the intro that we're looking to give for this. I can do this and so on. And if there was one that we wanted to go over that we didn't necessarily have the knowledge of, we would try to sp- find a speaker for that. But also there is one member of the community out of New York in particular that we loved having, and that was Jack TPK. He would come and do his little simplified 101 he does a fantastic massive 101 class and it's phenomenal but he would come and give kind of a little blip of that for the college age kids Nice. and we tried to have him come as much as possible we had a different speaker come and speak on disability and kink so it was kind of a broad Whatever we thought we could get a good speaker for, we'd try sure. our best. I feel like you should be running this show, man. Absolutely, your club I, is better than our show. Right? <laughs> I swear to God, yeah. Like, it makes you know what a bunch of college kids can get done I know. when they want to. Well, motivation. The kids yeah. are the kids are all right. <laughs> the kids um, are all right. I can I can tell you from my experiences being one of those kids, we're doing great. That's a fun fun way of saying we're doing our best. I that, and I'm only 27 myself, as if like I'm some like you know ancient person so, Moses. so one thing i was oh, thinking of oh, oh. um while we were getting the show ready so it's not on the list but, but hopefully you're okay addressing it um college age can be anywhere from 21 22 all the way down to um you know 17 i was 17 when i 16. yeah so oh, fuck you i can go to college if i want <laughs> you could you assume they let you in um so oh, yeah that's, that's, that's legit um <laughs> was the issue that like i mean were there minors in the group and was that ever a concern, or did that cause unique problems? So the age range for us was 18 to 35, just because that is the TNG age range. That's the general consensus for any TNG groups around the New York area. The, when I was president, there was actually a semester where we had a 17-year-old come, and we had to sit down and kind of have the conversation of, hey, listen, we'd love to have you. We're super happy that you're interested in this. We're super happy that you stood with us that entire involvement fair when you didn't know who any of us were, but we need you to come back when you're 18. Gotcha. Yeah, you're not allowed to consent to anything. You're not 18. If you're not 18, then you're 12. If you're not 18, then you're 12. It it is just an arbitrary age, but it is the one that we have put into law and we have to follow. Well, it it is interesting, though, because the age for sexual consent varies from state to state. I know here in Pennsylvania it's 16. It is 16. I don't know what it is in New York. I think it's 17. It's 16 in Pennsylvania if the person that you're... Right. But but in playing with is over the age of right. or yeah or under the age of twenty one. Uh-huh. But in in the state of New York, I think it's seventeen and you're good. I just find it interesting that you can you can have sex at seventeen and it's not a crime. But if you do kink at seventeen, it's whatever. That's way too far. All right. Well, it's more dirty. It's really boggling my mind to hear that this exists. Uh, and sting, overall, sting or switch here. we liked following the hey, you're a legal adult. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So you're registered to vote. <laughs> so I, I got one more question, then we'll jump to break because it's a pretty meaty question, even though we got eight minutes. And and then I want. Yes, yeah, so well, I'm 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 mansplaining her. I'm talking over her. That's how it works. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting. This. I'm uh, going to get the seatbelt. They, they they know I love them. <laughs> All right. Um, no, because it's a meaty question, and and I think it's a good point to come in because Stinger Switch. Then I, I want to get you involved in the conversation. So, um, I alluded to how this is unique in the fact that it is not a quote unquote underground club. It's actually something that's sanctioned by the university. What was the university, the student body, the community's reaction that knowing that they got this going on in the in their backyard? Were they receptive? Were they not receptive? How, how did they how did they handle that? Did they give a shit? I was wondering it the same was- thing. 
I can only speak for my time at Stony Brook. I know it was, it's been a while. The club had been around for a while. Um, but when I came to find it, everything was super receptive. There was a lot of situations at involvement fairs where we would have just floggers and crops and handcuffs and free condoms and lube and dental dams on our table with our flyers. And we'd clearly have the people that would come over and be like, what the fuck is that? And it was part of our job as the e-board to just maintain a calm demeanor and just explain it. But then this is Tuesday. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. like, this is this is a, this is, this is what are you what are you talking about? But this is real life. Yeah. <laughs> then a lot of those people would actually end up at the meetings. Love it. Oh, cool, cool. And the like official adults on campus were also super receptive. Um, well, that's good. Yeah, so really. Official adults, you're referring to like teachers, professors, faculty. That, faculty. Yeah. Okay. The ones that work for the school, not okay. the ones that go to the school. Um, yeah, sure. So you're not saying the voting age adults, the administrative the adult, the adults, <laughs> the adulty yeah. ones. So, so you're saying it's not like the University of Indiana where they had a BDSM fest and then it got crashed by the college Republicans and then they started taking photos they weren't allowed to take and then everyone got in trouble. It wasn't like that. The not at all. I didn't hear about that and it's giving me a headache just thinking. Oh, about it's it. it's a terrible story. I'll shoot you the details later. Oh, yeah, great. please do. Yeah, yeah, no, it was for the day. almost exactly the opposite of that. We had a couple people that were coming in and would like try to probe questions for like journalism things and stuff like that but for the most part everyone coming in was very respectful they knew why they were coming to the club whether they had questions or not even if they only came to one meeting to just get a question answered they were still coming and being respectful about it and that was actually really beneficial to the community as a whole for accepting the club like the other clubs and everything like that because it went from them being oh god i have to be next to the king club at the involvement fair to hey do you want to share <laughs> you got to be careful when you say yeah, that to the king club by the way. i i i, I just want to say it's very hard to be professional you said coming about six times i'm trying not to I laugh swear <laughs> same wavelength yeah <laughs> okay, so the same brain they're sharing the same brain cell listen <laughs> i know what i here. said and i said it for a reason there. um knows she's he was. Do- they were doing. God damn it! It's okay. We're learning. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Penity knew what they were doing. You're like my mom when it's like she can't think of my name, so she's like, uh, Wall Street, Mandy, um, Sammy. It's like, yeah, she, the she called me the my, cat's name. My mother goes through the entire list, and I go, Hi, I'm Jane. I'll be your daughter for the past 24 years. <laughs> <laughs> the past 24 years. Okay, that's so, I always do however old I am, and I go for the past however many years. Yeah. So Penny. Ten kids. Panity, you had mentioned lube and condoms, which makes me wonder, were there partnerships with outside organizations like Planned Parenthood? I just assume when there's lots of condoms, Planned Parenthood is shown up and thrown it around. National Coalition for Sexual Freedom, maybe? That, yes, thank you, NCSF. I forgot about them. Um, yes. Like, um, we didn't have an official partnership with NCSF, but because they have all of the downloadable flyers and things like that, we would print all those off. I know the last involvement fair I was part of, we printed off so many NCSF flyers and just had them all over the table the condoms and things actually came from the student health center on campus because oh ncf national coalition for sexual freedom thank you yes we raised 462 dollars by taking electrodes to my balls for ncsf it was a good time Mm -hmm. oh that's fantastic well the end of your penis (laughs) and your nipple and the nipple yeah (laughs) so 
and up the bus. Um, the oh, student wow. health center would actually yeah. provide the condoms to us because we were an organization that had kind of made a deal with them. Like, hey, if you give us a more or less unlimited supply of these things, we will get it out to the campus community. That's awesome. Daddy Jace, when I said that, you, your face kind of changed like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> did you Have you not seen that show or did... Did Twisted Jane not tell you about that show? Tazathon. He's never actually watched it. Oh. Yeah, so you don't know what to do. We gotta catch you up. I will have to show you that show about him getting electrocuted. Pretty sure. So I know we're about I know we're about two and a half minutes from break. Is it okay if we cut to break now? Because this is a really good really good break and stuff. Yeah, it's a good spot to spot. Yeah, it's a good spot to break. Guys, hang out hang out with the K one oh podcast. We'll be back four and a half minutes. Real quick. Chapin, take us a break. K one oh one. Boobies! Yay! Hey, K101 fam. Wall Street here. Hope you're enjoying the great show we got planned out so far. We always strive to give you the best content. But do you want to see where stuff gets real weird? Check out our Patreon page. It's full of exclusive member-only content, including behind-the-scenes photos, interviews with the staff, and my mangina. Becoming a subscriber is a great way to support the show and get to know your content creators on a more personal level. Plus, donations start at as little as $1 per meow. So click the link below to check it out and subscribe. Well, if you'll excuse me, I think I hear Penny opening a can of tuna on the other side of the studio. Hey guys, Mr. Nominella Trist here. I just wanted to make sure that you knew we love doing this show for you. So if you have ideas for the show that you wanted to get to us, if you have questions for us, you have comments, you think we got something wrong, there's a bunch of different ways you can tell us. My favorite one is go to nonvanillatrist.com. We have the K101 team. They have their own tab there where you can get to the link to every person on our show. Right on their Twitter page. Go right there and find us. It's very, very easy. If you wanted to call into the studio and leave a message, even when we're not live, 717-925-0603. You also have nvtrist at gmail.com. You're just emailing the studio flat out. That's what we're here for. Guys, the show's only good when you interact. So keep doing it because we have a lot of people that are already doing it. And thank you for those of you who do. Just keep, keep the ideas coming because we're going to keep making the show better. Hey, guys, you check out that merch link yet? What? You live in the country? You're worried that your mother-in-law is going to find out that you're rocking the K101 kinky gear? You don't want your dad knowing that you have a kinky coffee mug in your cabinet, huh? Or are you one of those guys or girls that just doesn't give a flying fart in the breeze because you live in the city? We have a great way that you can support the K101 podcast. It's called the K101 Official Merchandise. If you check the link below and click on it, it'll take you right to our Streamlabs page where you can get rocking K101 t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get tank tops, there's sports bras, you can get K101 dungeon throw pillows, or you can get, my favorite, the K101 coffee mug. It supports the show and therefore supports the community. Go ahead and click that link below and you'll be helping us all out. 
Hey guys, you know, we understand. Not everybody can sit for over an hour in front of YouTube, watch a video of the Non-Vanilla Trist podcast. We, we get it. We understand that. However, if you head on over to our audio partner, friend of the show, all around pretty good dude, scottwillkillyou.com, you'll not just get all of the K101 shows before they're available on any alternative platforms. You'll also find our reviews will kill you, where K101's very own Puck and Scotty host this irreverent, off-kilter, farcical, yet technically intellectual show that is just all about film and movies. It's a lot of fun. We think you're really going to like it. While you're there, you'll also find comedy video shorts from Legion of Lunacy. You'll find Scott Will Kill You production videos, Blue Iron. There's so much over there. So if you haven't been there, scottwillkillyou.com. There, there's just too much to go with. Scott Will Kill You with content. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trust. We are having a great conversation with Panatee from SBU University. SBU. It's, it's SB University. Is that how we do it? SB it's, University. It's, Stony Brook University. Stony Brook University. So SBU. it's SBU, but it's, it's SB University then. It's I guess. So, I said SBU University. It'd be Stony Brook University. That's like Mac Card or ATM yeah, machine. Yeah, Mac Card. It's the same fucking thing. Anyway, <laughs> thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trust. Um, on the phone line is Panatee. Still with us, dear? Yes. Hello. Outstanding. So before we go any further, um, in case of those who don't know, Stony Brook is located in what part of the country? Long Island, New York. All right. That's what I thought. Just double check. Awesome. Go. All right. So the next question we want to ask, and Stinger Switch, I'd like to get your input on this as well. Um, what types of unique challenges do you think uh, college-age people face in the kink world? And I would probably even I'd add to that challenges or benefits. Like, how do you see... As someone uh, such as yourself, excuse my language, at such a relatively young age, uh, it sounds like you've been involved in this for quite a long time. You know, if you started when you're 18, you're 24 now, that's 25% of your life. What kind of changes have you seen from an 18-year-old to a 24-year-old in that transition from, from a teenager to, to a young adult? So I think one of the biggest things is there's a disconnect that I have experienced in the generations that are getting involved in kink. Um there's a lot of stories about like the old guard mentality and things like that. And that runs a little contradictory to what a lot of young, the, a lot of blah, 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 to what a lot of younger people believe in terms of like consent and negotiation, especially in the terms of like specific roles when it comes to submissive roles and what bottoms and submissives are quote-unquote supposed to be able to take and handle and deal with can i can i jump in right here real quick um i just wanted to know it, it do you find that to be an issue i think one of the hardest things and we were just having this conversation about about this on the show last wednesday just with vanilla couples vanilla couples who have been married for maybe a long time they're having problems having these sorts of adult conversations because it takes a lot of trust. It takes a lot of intellectual and emotional maturity. Do do you find that there's more headaches, hassles, problems, for lack of a better term, drama, 
in 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 the age group that that you're dealing with at in in, in the TNG groups? Do you, Surprisingly, do you find it more often? no. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I've had more beneficial and productive conversations with people within my age group than I have with people in older age groups, and that's not like me attacking the older no, people. I, I, I wouldn't, it's I wouldn't just think that there's it is. different expectations for how conversations go. So when I'm having a conversation with someone around my age, I can be like, hey, listen, this is how this is going to happen. If I get uncomfortable, I'm going to bow out of this conversation. And for the most part, it's all right. I don't understand, but I respect that. You're, you have the right to like leave this conversation if you're not comfortable. Sure, sure, sure. Whereas I've had conversations with people who have been in the kink world for 30 plus years where if I try to set that boundary, they're like, okay, well, you're telling me that you're wanting to be in a submissive role. So, like, you need to understand that there are some things that happen with that. Okay. Now, the, <laughs> the, my, my follow-up question then is going to be, is that more of a breakdown in communication between the two age groups? Or is that – because I don't – I can see where, and this is just, and I'm not, I'm not trying to defend my age group. I'm just saying, I can see where trying to have a conversation with someone who's under the age of thirty can be difficult at times. And you were there one day. <laughs> it was like a prairie. Hand dog. me the shovel before you dig yourself deeper. Hand cool. me the I'm shovel. Saying, it can be, it can be difficult. I have some shit to say. I, I'm yeah. not, I'm not judging. Stinger switch is rolling their eyes right the now. Room. I was looking I'm at her. I'm locking <laughs> eyes with you, viewership. I am right here, not looking at any of this noise over here on either side of me. I'm just saying, I can understand. <laughs> that, that's how she's You're trying no to distract me. You're no pick to talk to either, Mr. I, no, I, no, I fuck up on a regular basis. I'm just saying... I know a lot of the times when those breakdowns in communication happen, that's probably as much my fault as it is anybody else's fault. Just because people at a younger age communicate differently than people my age. I'm not saying that that people at that age can't communicate. I'm saying they may have difficulty communicating with me. People at a younger age... You're not anywhere close to a microphone. No one can hear you. So... Oh. Wow, that was cool. I didn't was I didn't realize that was gonna be that easy. Oh All right, go ahead. God. So, uh, Panity, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> so, I get the finger from across the studio. <laughs> the disconnect that I'm talking about isn't necessarily in the communication itself; it's in the expectations surrounding that. So, so I, I, with panic, the younger can, generations, can you the conversational expectation is more or less like, "All right, we're gonna talk. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Whatever." And that kind of comes from a lot of us more or less fell into kink, whether it was from watching porn or seeing something or just knowing we were different and having the ability to just go on the Internet and research it. So we don't have the structure and that background of someone had to teach me how to do this before I had an idea of what I liked that a lot of people in the older generations have when kink was a substantially more underground thing than what it is now. Okay. So so if I'm hearing you, Panity, it, it's more like, dude, hey, first time in studio, he has to wait his fucking turn, all right? <laughs> Get in line. I going to let the guest go first. Go ahead, finish it up. So from what I'm hearing, it's more of a, your generation is like, hey, I got this. I've, I've got the knowledge. Not necessarily the knowledge, but I've got the eagerness and the ambition where you feel like the older generation I don't want to say disrespects that, but more of a, a lack of understanding where 
you know, I had to have someone teach me this hands-on. I don't think you really understand what it means. You have to wait too. I heard that. A little yeah. Bit. I heard it more I... like. I heard it more like the older people have a certain way that they learn. I'm fucking running this show or anything. Jesus Christ. All right, let, let the bear speak. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, <laughs> Chase, welcome right to the group. Why, why thank you. Jason, so, please. Panity. So, uh, uh, Daddy Jace here. I, I'm a, 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 for a time, I was a, a bartender at a gay BDSM club, and we hosted regularly uh, a TNG group in Baltimore. And I noticed this, the, the, this disparity between the, the TNG and, and, as you call it, the, the old guard. Um, where I like the old guard. Yeah, the old guard was set in their ways and and weren't really as ac accepting of the uh, independence that t the TNG walked in with, right? They they came in with their own ideas and and already well educated about what they wanted and needed, and uh, there was definitely a. I noticed that the TNG was better at consent than the old guard was. Mm -hmm. oh, I, guard I don't doubt that at all. Supposedly more well practiced. I, I don't doubt that even a little bit. So what's up with that? Uh, oh, we're just assholes. Why? Well, yeah, like, say, why are we? Why are us old farts such fucking right, assholes? Because you mentioned on the last show about how consent wasn't really even like a huge. Because old people are set in their ways and they don't want to hear our new ideas. So as soon as we bring out our new ideas, they want to run back on bad. their old shit because they feel as though that's more important. Because you know, we've been this doing shit, this for I? 50 years. It has to be right. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, so Stinger Switch, as someone who has being patient, by the yes, cross-generational experience. What's your take on this? On the whole <laughs> consent between the generations yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say I honestly almost don't have a frame of reference because <laughs> my peers in this community, there's like one person that I can think of in my immediate area, my group of friends, who is within five years of me. Um, people are a lot closer to my age, but like still, I, I don't have a large group of peers immediately my age in this community and hearing that that uh club existed and maybe still exists at this college was really inspiring to me and also kind of mind-boggling because it's like wow i go to school in the middle of buttfuck pennsylvania um <laughs> listen i grew I up wish... in buttfuck south dakota it's okay yep. i would like to point out i wish there was more buttfucking going on here but that's just me all right well it's pennsylvania there's a lot of it going on we just don't talk about it and he thought <laughs> The studio to provide. <laughs> Daddy Jace, hello. All right. <laughs> Singer switch. And like, don't get me wrong. I found a really accepting community of people. Um, I actually had reached out because I was listening to the Off the Cuffs podcast. And I'd reached out to Dick Wound and was just like, hey, because there was an episode that they did that made me feel like I wasn't alone. And it was kind of my aha moment to wait. I knew I was kinky, but this is a very specific thing that I like. There you go. So I'd reached out to him and he was just like, go to an event. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know about being out in public. I don't know about none of that. I know my college campus and all these people. And I had registered and I like put up on FET that I was going and I looked at the list of people who were going and I found one who looked slightly not intimidating to me and I had reached out because we had like exchanged a couple likes on pictures and he had actually sent me a message that was like hey thanks for the likes and I was like hey no problem I noticed you were going to this I'm kind of scared to go alone I'm, I'm kind of scared to go alone can I talk to you <laughs> and how welcoming he, was that person that was his name is Brother Wolf, and he was genuinely one of the main things and main people that got me 
comfortable in the actual community. He introduced me to the house that Jack built. They became one of the biggest support systems that I could have ever asked for. And they're all, I don't want to say old, like they're not old. They're not like walking around just like whippersnappers, but they're (laughs) older people. Get off my lawn! (laughs) Yeah, they aren't at the get off my lawn point. And they are all vibrant and vivacious, and I love them all with my entire soul. That's so awesome. But it's a different generation. So So I was lucky enough to have that. Good. Whereas a lot of people within my age range try to go out in the community and they more or less get preyed upon. Yeah. I will say that I agree with that. I will as well. Um, I, so um, two, two things happened in the kink community in 2011. I turned 18 and Fifty Shades of Bullshit came out. Oh, yeah. Thanks boom, boom, for that. Boom, Welcome boom, to the community. Uh... So obviously everyone thought that I was one of those newbies that read this book and was like, oh, my God, I'm going to find my Christian Grey. Little did they know that for eight years yeah. I'd been, you know, masturbating to this porn on the internet. So I knew what I was looking for. I knew what I was doing. Yeah. But I had to deal with a lot of that, of this. She's 18. I mean, this was only nine years ago. She's 18. She doesn't know what she's doing. She just wants this because this is what the cool thing is now. I had to fight for my place. I had to show yeah. people. I knew what I was doing. I have researched. I could see Stinger Switch over there nodding. She's like, they're like, I know exactly what's going on here. I could tell people some some of this stuff more than they knew themselves because it hadn't been part of their kink. And I really, really had to fight. By the time I was 22 years old, I, people had finally realized, I know what I'm doing. But it's not easy. It's not easy when people think that you're just a child. So, Panacea, I've got a question. One thing that, uh, two parts. Uh, one thing that, that Stinger Switch had mentioned when we first met, way back, um, that she, uh, they were having some difficulty, I guess, locating play partners uh, in their age. So we spoke a little bit about that. There tends to be not a whole lot of college-age individuals who, who want to engage in kink. Um, in addition to that, we did a show a couple of weeks back on threesomes, and we found that, ironically, the, the people who are engaging in these extracurricular sexual activities tend to be those in their 30s and 40s. and, and the people who talk about it. Right. And the ones who aren't are those under the age of 25. Ironically, late teens, early 20s are the people who are having the fewest threesomes. Like, wh- Like, what's your completely heuristical, generalized, stereotypical view of college students these days, are they really that vanilla or are they more progressive as I always kind of thought they would have been? I genuinely think that that just depends on where you're located. So I was lucky enough to be on a college campus in New York and New York is New York. Um, yep, that's what we're So doing. I try to, so flip side, I kind of live in both worlds because I'm back in South Dakota and I'll try to have conversations about things that I've done in college and conversations I had and events I went to and people look at me like they're ready to perform an exorcism and put me in the basement of the church never uh-huh. to be seen again. Well, you know, that's a kink. Yeah, you got a thing against basements? Oh, anyway. oh, it definitely <laughs> is. It definitely is. I spit in the face of God and I love every <laughs> minute of it. You should add me on <laughs> FetLife. Satan had a restraining order against me. <laughs> but is the that the kind of... <laughs> I'm sorry, Daddy, I'm naughty. <laughs> it's not a sin. It doesn't go that way. It's not a sin. <laughs> and I feel like that, just answering that question depends on where I'm answering it from. If I'm answering it as the me who grew up in South Dakota in a 3,000-person town, college kids are prudes, everyone's a prude, the world sucks, and no one likes to have any fun. Like if I'm yeah. talking college in New York... 
the struggle with that comes in that you have all these little frat boys running around that are like, yeah, I'm kinky. I'll smack your ass and you can call me daddy. But they don't understand what kink means. They think it means that you get the sexual partner and you can do whatever the fuck you want and they just have to take it. So Stinger, Stinger Switch. Stinger Switch is about yeah, to bite your tongue. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yes. Don't don't let your head pop right off your shoulders. Go ahead and get it out. No more blow through the ceiling first. Oh. <laughs> she said blow through the ceiling. Yes, I did. <laughs> Coming and blowing, that's all we're doing during this show. All right. <laughs> Uh, the so thing that like, I found as a student in a small town, it's kind of like um, a mesh of the experiences. While campus is quite, I would say it's a pretty even mix, but quite progressive, and I feel very safe there. Outside of campus, yeah, but there's also a very interesting mix of people. And, you know, there are some people that I've talked to, I'm pretty open about my involvement in BDSM and have been for a long time. So, Panacee, before we go any further, so you know where Dahl went to college? <laughs> is that a yes or a no? It's a yes or no question. No. Oh, no. Okay. oh okay. All right. Stinger Switch goes to the same place. That's why I bring it up. So I thought maybe we were familiar with the area. But that's fine. Go on. Anyway. Uh, anyway, when you said about the guys, uh, the frat boys, and I found many different types of people because I've had this conversation with many people who are, oh, yeah, I'm a dom. I, I fucking, uh, I choked a girl during sex once improperly. I'm a dom. I are dom. And they... You know, kind of think I've had plenty of conversations where it became glaringly obvious to me. Look at the look on their face. Yeah. I choked her and she passed out and oh, I didn't she... know what to do. Yeah, I've had many out, conversations. So like she totally her. loved me doing this wrong. I've had many conversations where it became glaringly obvious to me that when I talk to plenty of people about it, not just people I'm interested in, you know, anybody who has uh, wants to have a conversation, we'll talk about it. I was talking to this one guy in particular, and it became so obvious to me that when he said, I want, like, a sub, is what he's saying is, I want somebody to not have sex with, but to masturbate with, who never talks back to me, and occasionally I get to be violent. Sex it's called a blow- I was gonna say blow yeah. call. Thank you! Yeah. So it that's definitely concerns me that, that that's that something again? that's going on, and then also the thought <laughs> of a kink and BDSM club that is sponsored by the university is absolutely mind-boggling to I me. I cannot picture that ever happening on my campus because I think there would be some kind of protest from there's a friendly neighborhood pastor with his sign about fags going to hell who shows up on campus once a semester. Yeah. Oh, we had one of those. Um, we, had, oh, yeah. we had one of those when I was in college. Yeah. Let me know when he shows up again. Oh, I, I give him hell. He knows he, my name. Does he let us know? Oh, no. Does they just show up and then I go. We, I'm skipping class. We I'm should do a live remote from that guy's place. Oh my God, I will let you know. I'll do it. It's I, an dude, hour, I, door I, to door. It do. is an hour, hey, door to door. Side. I will it's invite you to the campus. Yeah, absolutely. Next time Pastor Aiden shows up. Absolutely. Oh my God. Nothing will get us kicked off YouTube faster, by the way. You're right. I just think, like, thinking about the amount of education that would be happening on that campus where there is that kind of club is so exciting to me because how many people that's keeping safe, whether it be from unwanted sexual contact or one unwanted experiences in kink or kink college level, I guess, that people didn't want to have. It does not compute. Yeah. don't have places to go for research. Yeah, you know, because there was a time where I believe I was way less, you know, everybody was less educated, everybody starts somewhere, and even though I was already involved in the community, there are moments where I feel like if I knew what I know now, there are things that I would not have allowed to happen. So I'm just sort of like thinking back on those experiences can be prevented in a way 
that's something that's really inspiring to me. So I, I got one more question we want to get to, um, and we're running a little short on time, and I know this is going to be a little bit of a meaty one because uh, Jane said she wants some input. So Panity, I'll let you go first, and then Stinger Switch, and, and Janie, if you want to add on to that as well. Uh, one piece of advice you would provide a young person who's looking to explore kink. Get off my lawn! Wait, no, it's not it. I gave you these no. questions beforehand. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't have to think. I'm just saying they should be like, like, go, go, go. I know, I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> I have two. I have two really important things that I feel the need to tell people. Oh, well, and you're telling me I can only give us both. Give us both. Hey, you absolutely give us both. You're taking the time to be with us. Absolutely. Okay, so the first thing is communication is key. Nobody's a psychic. It's super important to learn as much about your partner's needs, desires, turn-ons, offs, and things like that as it is to explain yours. If and you didn't see the show learning last about week them on includes health problems. Sure go back and watch it. Like, do they have a pacemaker that they shouldn't use electroplay with? Are they a hemophiliac? Do they have an STI? You just need to communicate everything before you start diving into stuff. And the other thing is and it kind of falls along the same lines of communicating and getting to know each other is do your research. Don't just dive into something like if you're going to get into rope, make sure you have all the safety stuff, learn how to tie a knot without cutting off circulation, practice on yourself before you agree to do it with somebody else. Admit that you don't know. My general advice um, would fall into, first of all, if someone acts like they know absolutely everything, and cannot take criticism, run. Lions. I've been a dom 18, I'm 18 years, and I've been a dom all my life. Uh, uh-huh. Lions don't need to tell you that they're lions. Mm-hmm. If someone's or parading themselves them around, them. <laughs> if someone's parading themselves around as I know everything about this, and especially if it's your new into the entire community, you know, it'd be like, pump the brakes. Uh, always ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions, because there is nothing, I'm not saying that the community is full of predators, but I'm saying that they do exist and oh, that yeah. there is nothing that a, pred- a predator likes more is someone young and inexperienced who does not ask questions. Yeah. Doesn't ask questions and doesn't know any better. Mm-hmm. They just go with it. Yeah, that's why they're called predators. And the other thing that I would say, piggybacking on that, is fucking vet people in any way you can. That's Get all I can really say. Lunch. Ask for references. Meet in public many times. Munch. Munches network because that's what will both make friends and keep you safe Jane. i would say the most important thing be true to yourself coming from someone who has now been there for nearly a decade i have been able to get past that point mostly where people are like oh you're just a child i've been able to maintain strength in my convictions i'm way more confident in myself it's a lot harder when you're younger when people are constantly putting you down Don't let that happen. You know yourself. You can still learn. You can still change your opinions and change your thoughts and grow on your journey. But ultimately, think about what's in your heart. Think about what's in your mind. Remember, you know yourself better than anyone else does. Learn, grow, but do not let anyone turn you away from the path that you know is right for you. Trust me, it's worth it. Always allow people to educate you, but do not allow them to talk down to you and treat you like shit. Absolutely, yeah. There's nothing right. If If there's one thing I, as a sir, don't like... It's a sub who won't ask questions and communicate. If you have a question, I expect you to ask. I mean, Bon, we're we're good on that. Like if if I mean, I'm not I'm not talking out my ass here, right? I, I I expect that kind of communication. So if you're new and you're not sure, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. And expect at all. it from your dom too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If your dom's not asking questions, or you're the dom and you're not even sure, 
there are people out there who can help you. So no one started out experienced. No one. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody just walked into this like they came out knowing what the fuck to do. Don't come out of do. the vagina knowing what they were doing. Say again. You were? <laughs> was that your like placenta just wrapped around yep. your neck? <laughs> That's what they mean when that's wrapped around. There you go. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. So don't, so don't, 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 don't let people talk down. No, I, yeah. Don't ever let people talk down. Yourself. I talk down to doll all the time, but I am twelve inches taller than her, so I have to. You're also brats and a brat. <laughs> yes, damn right. If just, you if you are taller it. than five three, you cannot be my partner. It's that simple. Oh. <laughs> Need higher heels. You guys got anything else? Uh, I'm I'm good. Panity, I would say. Is there anything else you want to yeah, add? Party say, shots? You, you got anything you want to add? Uh, nope. I'm good. Hey, would, would um, the only thing I can say is I am on FetLife. If anyone listens to this and they want someone that's just a safe place to talk, by all means, shoot me a message. I'm there. Yeah, uh, Panity, make add sure you fun. send us. <laughs> uh, it's make sure you send the producers here on the show your right. contact information. I'll make sure that it gets tagged in the video description. Well, I I put her profile in our show notes. So if okay, good. We, then, we we'll, can uh, we can reach her. Yeah, then. I, I'll I'll make Long sure. All right, guys. Then then already. Then when this show goes up, her there. There. Thank you. The the, the 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 contact information is below in the video description. All go. right. Is there anything else that we need to go over? I think we're good. Panty, how often do you find yourself in the Lancaster County, Pennsylvania area? Would you ever come on our show? Visit us in studio? On our show. Stop with the coming. <laughs> Never. No, that's not if I found myself back out east in a heartbeat. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. We would love to have you. Anytime you want to come out, you are welcome on our. Got extra beds. You're welcome in the studio, and we have extra beds. And that. Uh, yeah, and sometimes you get to sleep under the table because we record all four shows in one night, so it's a two-week. Okay, thing but can I just... sleep under the table under feet? Mm. Oh, now we're talking. Nice, nice drop. <laughs> yeah. I almost dropped my mug. <laughs> and it, Wait a minute. And that's a new laptop, mug. so I'm gonna. Yeah. I repeat, was, I, add I, me on FetLife, please. Someone's <laughs> 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 got a crush. <laughs> oh, Vanity, thank you so much for joining us on the Camino Podcast. I, I really, absolutely. really appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, you're it welcome. It was lovely. I enjoy all the crazy. Oh, thank you. oh, that's good because we got plenty of that. It's fucking loads of it around here. All right, guys. Then what do we miss? Are you in the TNG community and? You have things that, you know, you, you have experiences that you want to share. You have uh, tips that we didn't talk about tonight. Drop it in the comments below. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all the good, you know, Yahoo or shit that YouTube just loves for the algorithm. It helps us, and then we can reach out to new people and help them, too. For uh, Stinger Switch, looking uh, still fantabulous today. Ooh, ooh, do, do the swish. The swish? Oh, the swish. Oh, my God. Woohoo! It does a little tiny swish. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. All right. All right. We got, we're trying to wrap this shit up. Five-hour drive. I keep Five and a half-hour drive. You know, right. And then I got to drive three hours after that. I got to drive oh eight hours. Oh, my God. God. All the whining. And for Jace, for Twisted Janie. For Chafin and for Wall Street, I'm your host, Mr. Nominellatros. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us. Be here on Wednesday. We Oh, this is the second Wednesday show, right? Be here Saturday. Yeah, be here Saturday for the <laughs> which show? Travel. We're doing a hot seat. Hot seat. Hot seat for Daddy Jace. Is that the first one? Okay. Whatever. I'll, I'll work it out. Somebody get the DeLorean. At yeah, some somebody point, get the we will DeLorean. Be doing the hot seat question. We'll be at now now. Is just we have enough room to get the 88 down here? What's we'll the other one? What's the other Saturday here. show we're doing in case I decide to switch them up? It's it yeah. Uh, yeah it's uh, the uh, Pride. Pride and Pride. Kink. Pride oh, and Kink. Pride and Kink. Yes, the kerosene episode. Tune in to find out. Hey, Panathy, just out of curiosity, do you think the the kinky people belong at the Pride festivals? 
Oh, the heavy side. So no, 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 no. Kink has its place. Um, I just remember being in college and having everyone need the explanation that TNG was not LGBT. You can be queer and kinky, but being kinky does not make you queer. Love it. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. love it. All right, cool. I just wanted to make sure you had a chance to chime in on that. It doesn't make you kinky. Because that's one of the Saturday shows. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on the podcast. We will see you on Saturday morning, bright and early, 10 or 11. You know, because oh. I'll get it done. Whenever you roll out of bed. Chapin, <laughs> kick us out. Use it anyway. Adult supervision recommended. Just do it! You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. I will do whatever it is that you want. They don't even pay me to be here. Oh, I'm very wet. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. Yeah, pull them pants down.